Welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces. This is my weekly audio journal where I sit down and I talk about my life and the things on my mind. I'm currently recording this on the day it's going out, which is October 2nd, 2022. And it's a it's a rainy Sunday morning and it feels like the type of day that you'd want to be inside recording a podcast. So I'm glad to be doing this and I'm glad to have you here with me. Last week, I think I left you with uh, me being very much under the weather. I got some type of stomach flu last Friday, last week, and it, it ruined my entire weekend. I was really just bad off on the couch. Uh, but on Monday, things turned around for me. I felt really good on Monday, and I was so thankful for that flu to finally be over, or so I thought, because it was a lie. On a Tuesday, I was right back at it again, feeling just as bad as I was the days before. It was almost like my body brought the cavalry in and the defenses mounted up and they had a little victory, but then the war ultimately uh, was lost and the sickness took over again. So I was, I was back down on Tuesday, but I was still able to be very productive in the beginning of this week and throughout this week. And uh, I think shortly thereafter, I'd say by like Wednesday-ish, my stomach kind of felt like I was going back to normal again. And by Thursday, I was, I was a-okay. So that was, that was a chapter, and I was glad to be done with that. And uh, positive news that came from that was uh, I was able to lose six pounds <laughs> by being sick. So, you know, being sick obviously sucks, but if you're trying to lose some weight, it's a great way to do it when you're not eating anything and anything you, uh, any liquids or anything in your body uh, just doesn't want to be there. I'll leave that to your imagination. You can take that wherever you want. It's a great way to go down. Unfortunately, uh, about four of those pounds came back but I'm still down two, and I'll take that because those are two pounds that are never coming back. Because if you guys didn't know, I'm on a quest of fitness here that I started in September, and I'm pretty happy with how that's been going. In fact, I've been talking to Cody or Mrs. Brickitect, as she's sometimes known on this podcast, about maybe doing a special podcast, uh, just a one-off episode talking like about the, our first month of working out together and also like her fitness journey as well because she's been doing this for a very long time, and, and she's the reason that got me into it. In fact, I'd like to talk a lot about having somebody that is like a, a workout partner or even if, if it's someone that's holding you accountable because there are days where I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to go down and edit a video. But she's like, were you going to the gym today? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to the gym today. And I'm so thankful when I do because when I leave there, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I did this. And I find that in my life, I oftentimes need someone to kind of um, like push me because it's so easy to kind of just go into your comfort zone. And once you get a little bit of comfort, you keep wanting more and more comfort, right? And if somebody can be there just to push you out of that, and then you realize that you're much better off because of it, that's what I have found having her as my as my gym buddy uh, has helped me do. And it's just it's great going there with somebody else. Uh, so that, that helps a lot. And I, I've really been enjoying the, the, the progress there, and I feel like I'm getting stronger. In fact, like right now as I'm recording this, my shoulder muscles right here, are so darn sore. And, and to some people that would be like a negative thing, right? You're like, Oh, that, that kind of sucks. But no, I love the soreness because it feels like I did something. I feel like I'm, I'm breaking those muscle fibers down to build them back bigger than ever. And I, I think I'm getting uh, like a little addicted to it. So trying to lose some weight, trying to build some muscle, trying to do the right things when it comes to eating and uh, getting away from snack attack and sugary drinks and things like that. And, you know, having some of this our sponsor today h2o thank you h2o for sponsoring the podcast no we don't have sponsors here we have uh we don't even have ads i like it the way it is i like just having 
I don't want I don't want to be interrupted by anything. And I man, speaking of that, I know we're we're getting off topic here of my week, but this just came to me. Did you ever listen to a podcast where they they start it with like a really long ad and you just have to like keep clicking like the like the 30 second button or fast forward? I just think it's such a terrible way to like like say this is the first time that someone has ever found you. And then you start with like a 5 minute ad about HelloFresh, for example. <laughs> like I don't I don't think that's how you want to want to appeal to people. I understand that there's a financial end of things, but I do this mostly for fun. That being said, this week's business meeting podcast, which is another series that I have on here, I want to talk about my first month of podcasting and the financials around it. So hopefully you'll find that exciting and or at very least somewhat interesting because uh, I want to talk about like, you know, humble beginnings and maybe where I'd like to take this. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in uh, in this, this episode as well in terms of uh, the overall like direction because I found out some things this week. Uh, but the I guess what kind of spurred that on was organization attack has taken over our entire house. In fact, Cody has been going through each room systematically and kind of organizing things and getting rid of things that we don't need. We're, we have a whole like half our garage is filled with things that we're going to donate to the American rescue workers. I'm just like waiting because I know there's like more and more stuff coming. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait, wait to call them because they actually come and do home pickups. If you guys didn't know that, I think American rescue workers are uh, it, it's everywhere. But if you have a bunch of stuff in your house that you don't use or, or don't have value in, instead of you like driving to donate all this stuff, they'll actually come to you, which is really nice. Cause it, it like, I just set it outside, outside the garage, like the day they're coming, they come get it and it's gone. You are sacrificing. I, I guess you could, uh, you could have a yard sale, make a couple of bucks, but in most cases, like yard sailing is, is like one step ahead of just throwing things away. You're going to make a couple bucks here and there, but you know, you got your time and your effort and all of that engaged in, in there. Uh, so I find it's just nice to donate it. And then somebody out there will, will hopefully find use in it. They make a little bit of money and hopefully do some good with it. So I look at it as like an indirect way of, of, of donating to charity, which I think they consider it that because they always give me a receipt. They're like, do you want a receipt for this? And I'm like, no, not really. I don't think the, the $50 of value or whatever I donated to you is really going to make a difference on my taxes. I think Uncle Sam's still going to be uh, going to be hitting me pretty hard. So you, you guys just, you just enjoy it. Uh, so organi- organizing throughout the house has taken it's 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 toll in a good way uh cody's gone through a bunch of different rooms including clark's room which is is just overflowing with toys mainly i won't say mainly but a big contributor to that has been our mail time which i've tried to stop doing for the most part it's interesting when you when you like when you make videos about something for like mail for example let me take letters as an example I used to do these episodes where I would read the letters that people would send us. And when you make a video about reading letters, more people send letters, right? So you make a video about reading letters and it just like, it creates this, this vicious cycle or circle and uh, mail time was, was that, and it's been slowing down and I, it's, it, and I've been encouraging people like, please don't send us anything. Like we do not have the space for anything. We don't need anything. If you want to send us anything, send us a like a minifig to put on the wall, or better yet, just send me an envelope and I'll put a sticker inside of it and I'll send it back to you. So that's where I have been going with it. And I, it's just so much better because of it. Uh, cause I've, I've really felt like for a long time that like me doing mail time and the mail videos, I'd like a little hair on my microphone. It's going to bother me when I see it later. I was mainly doing it for the people that were sending the mail just so they could see us opening the thing that they sent. Like we don't need anything. We are, we are set. 
So if you were, if you're sitting there right now and you're like, Hey, I'm going to listen to this podcast while I pack up a package for Brickitect or Greg's world. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Please don't. I have too much as it is. And that's kind of where I spent a lot of this week down here in my studio organizing this place. This had hit rock bottom. In fact, I made a Lego video about it where it was, it's just a disaster and it still is for the most part, but I've made some progress. I've done a few things like getting new shelves, which you, you can't see currently. Uh, by next week, you may be able to see some new shelves because I'm replacing these ones back here, but I have a new shelf over here too. We might have to get some alternate camera angles for the people that are watching this uh, through, uh, through video, which I think is about, I want to say about, if I had to estimate, maybe 80% of people watch this and about 20% of people listen, depending on the series. Um, but it, around me are my, my, my um, situation's changing here a little bit, and there are new things coming in to accommodate Lego sets, which were previously back in the storage room of Doom, the space you see over my shoulder with the missing pieces poster, which I'm so glad I kept up because it's now relevant again. And I'm clearing space out of the storage room in order to get more organized in there, get things off the floor, get sets onto shelves, and I'm breaking things down. That's what this week's going to be a lot of. I'm sure I'll be talking about that next week. I've got a lot of like already built Lego sets to break down to free up space. And I showed I showed a video this week about a new shelf that I put back there as well. So I've got th four new shelves this week, and maybe two more coming. And um, I'm showing how I organize my manuals, how I'm organizing my sets and like putting them away to conserve space and also to make it easy for future me or anyone, I suppose, Clark man, uh, probably the only person that could go in and essentially use our storage space as a Lego library. We, you can very easily find almost anything that you want to build just using the system that I have. So it's very nice, but there was a lot of like tables that were filled down here and just stuff everywhere. And I'm systematically working my way through that and cleaning while I'm at it. I'm also doing some things with uh, like wire management as well, or cord management here at my desk to make this look clean. And I've got some progress that I made there, but still a lot to go. I want it to look like completely clean everywhere. And um, ultimately I want this place to be somewhere where it's, it feels light, it feels airy and it's lots of surfaces that you can come down. And if you want to do something creative, which is my ultimate goal when it comes to Lego, I want it to be a place where you can essentially just sit down and build whatever you want. And uh, that's kind of where I want to go with Lego in the future. Like I've been thinking about this as I've been breaking these sets down and looking at all the stuff we have. I really want to refrain from buying any new Lego sets, unless it's something that really calls to me, like for example, uh, the DeLorean or Optimus Prime, something that I intend to have on display forever. That makes sense, but what I'd like to do more than that, I think, is look at a Lego set and either try to make it myself using the pieces I have or get as close as I can using like a junk build technique or just make something of my own that's inspired by it. Because why, like, I obviously Lego sets are, are interesting and uh, the building techniques are fun and having them on display is great, but why create a shrine to other people's imagination when in reality, Lego should be a, a shrine to your imagination and things you come up with, and especially with Clark, man, as he's gotten older, he loves building his own stuff out of Lego way more than any Lego set can deliver. In fact, as soon as he builds a Lego set, he's just like me when I was a kid, I'd build a Lego set and instantly I'd break that thing apart and start building my own stuff out of it. Because to me, Lego has been and is and should always be 
about imagination and creativity. And when I see on YouTube, maybe I'm in the wrong circle. I, I just see people being fed, like you know, feet and demanding to be fed new Lego sets and complaining about them when they come out, whether it be about the price or the design or whatever, and not being satisfied. And what I think it should be is, hey, I want this, I want this awesome thing. What can I do to make it? Let me feed myself. And I think if I take my channel in that direction, I could inspire other people to start thinking that way too, especially kids, because we have a younger audience there. And I'd love them instead of always like waiting for the newest leaks or whatever and, and waiting for the newest set to come out, let's go to your collection and see what we, what we can make out of there. It may not be as cool as what that Lego set is that you're going to spend $150 on, but it costs you nothing. And you made something that's your own and you did it for free. How awesome is that? That's the voice that I want to have. I want to inspire people to, to take that direction. And it's through actions that will inspire that, I think. But uh, speaking of inspiring people, inspiring myself, I think I found like the direction that I want to go with uh, YouTube in general, like some of my channels. And I, I, this probably should be in the business meeting podcast, but it overlaps into what's on my mind in my week. Um, the thing that I, I noticed this week that I really love is almost to create like a, a narration of the events that I'm doing where, you know, I'll set up in front of the camera, have it on a tripod and whatnot, have my lighting and the microphone all set up. And I'll talk about what it is that I've done or I'm about to do or doing in the process. And instead of just standing there talking to the camera, which is, you know, not interesting at all, being you right now are doing that very thing, you're watching that. How about instead you have some some B-roll footage that's over it showing those things? So it makes it visually interesting while you have this narrator that's telling you about what's happening. I think that's just like a really cool style and I love that. And, and it creates like some uh, some familiar familiarity as you do each episode, the narrator, who, who is me, I guess, is the person that kind of takes you through what's happening that day or what has already been done. Uh, and I, I just I just think it's great. I, I, I really enjoy that. And I've noticed that the audience is really taken to that as well. I think that the audience through this style has and will continue to age up a lot, which is something that I'm looking forward to. Because uh, it's you know little kids they don't they don't want to sit down and, and watch this and listen to this uh, even with like visual stimuli like a, a shelf that was being built or a new Lego set that I that I constructed or tore down that is uh, something I'm looking forward to with the audience aging up and I think if you create this narrator approach whether it be in Lego or vlogs because I watched a video this week where um, the guy he basically just recorded his his vacation and instead of like doing what I do where you're real time in the trenches with me as we're going through. It, and it's like, kind of just like the, the highlights he did almost like he, 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 um, did a voiceover of all the things that you're looking at with the, with it all being visuals from the trip. And I just really think that seems super professional and it seems like you would think it would take away if it be, from be, being personal. Cause you're not right there hearing all the things, but it makes it feel professional and you're still like hearing his uh, his insight on it too, not just not just experiencing it. So it's almost like listening to an audiobook while also um, like going through and seeing everything that you would have seen anyway. And I love that. So I'm going to do an experiment with that this coming weekend as we're taking a, a trip, and I'd like to try doing a little something of that style to see how it works. But what I was saying is this narration style that I've been been playing around with here. I think it's going to lead a lot of people in the direction that I want to go in, in my creative venture, which is 
uh, the, the world of podcasting like this. Like if you love the narration aspect of, of the Lego scene, or if you like the narration aspect of like our, our vlogs and like coming along with us on that, you'll probably also like what I'm doing here as well. And I feel like all of those different products, if you want to consider them that they all complement each other. So it all becomes like the, there, there's like a, a common denominator here and it's the narration of it. And I just think that would be really cool. So I love to have like all the channels kind of work together. In fact, I haven't done anything on my gaming channel, but I could see that going that way as well. Instead of doing a live stream where you're like playing through a game, record the gameplay footage and then just do a, a narration where I'm like, so today in Skyrim, I decided that I was looking for a new, uh, a new sword. So I went on hunting in you know, whatever area and I killed this, this thing and I got it and I traded and, you know, I, I just think that's like really comforting to listen to or, and, and to like experience and to watch and everything, regardless of the, the hobby or passion or interest or, or activity that we're doing, they would all kind of fall into the same style. Uh, that being said, it's a style that I don't think appeals to the, the current audience that we have, at least somewhat, but I think it appeals to an audience that I'm seeking out. And I think that audience is uh, people that are like me, more adult-like. And then I see other opportunities for, uh, for business uh, from that, which we could save that for the business podcast, the, uh, the business podcast, uh, b weekly business meeting, I guess maybe we should come up with a new name for that, but I, I it's, it is what it is. Uh, so that's kind of where I was this week. And I made, I think three Lego videos that were kind of in this style that I really enjoyed. And it's interesting to see the engagement go up on those and to see the, uh, the feedback and the, the views and everything kind of like really go up with those. It's interesting because it, there was a day where people only wanted me in the videos. And when Clark came in, they hated it. These days I noticed that if Clark does a video, and this is kind of a bummer, but like if he does a video showing off one of his mocks or something that he made, no, nobody's really interested in that, it seems. I think it's because the, the kids that were interested in Clark's stuff in the past They've aged up now, and they're not really into Lego anymore. They're into playing Fortnite. They're into whatever other cancerous stuff that they watch on YouTube. And now it seems like the the more adult audience wants to see more of like what what I'm getting into. So it's it's weird how these these chapters have unfolded. Um, but I'm okay with however it goes. I just I'm gonna do what I feel called to do, and make this type of content that I want to make. And I think the audience will find you. And I've always told people that like, don't go chasing a certain thing because you're going to hate your life. You're going to get burnt out. Like if you, you randomly make a video about Funko pops and that video does really well. And you're like, well, looks like every single thing I do now has to be about Funko pops. Eventually you're going to get tired of doing that unless that is truly your passion. So for me, I've never chased anything. If you've ever watched anything that we've done ever, it's been because I've wanted to do that thing. I've never been like, well, I got to go do this or insert thing here. I've never been that way. And I never want to be that way because that's how you, you don't love what you do anymore. And also how you sell out. And I don't want to sell out. I, I'd rather not. I would rather, I'd rather be less financially secure in my future doing what means a lot to me than to have all the success in the world and feel hollow inside. So that's where I'm at on that. But yeah, that's the story of uh, becoming the narrator, I guess. And I just love it. Like podcasting is is what I love to do. This is like my favorite thing. 
as much as I, I do love filming videos though and I love editing like the chunks down and stuff it's just it all works its way out together so if I can introduce a little aspect of podcasting into these other videos especially in an unscripted manner like this where I'm just kind of sitting sitting there vibing and it doesn't have to be something that we 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 do a script on I just I like that a lot so you have to let me know your your thoughts on on that or anything else in this episode too uh, we'll move on though to uh, some other things that happened this week uh, the, the end of this week we had quite a, a flurry of activity including Thursday we actually pulled Clark Matt out of school early by like an hour uh, for bigger priorities and that was the Bloomsburg Fair uh, we were going to go last weekend but with me feeling under the weather we re- rescheduled it for later this week and I'm glad we did because we picked a wonderful evening to go this is something that I actually recorded a video of so I'm happy that that I have it, but the Bloomsburg Fair is essentially like a giant carnival of sorts, um, like the Hughesville Fair. If you've seen the video that we did from there earlier this this year, I think it was late summer, and there's just food vendors everywhere. I think Cody said there were like 800 food vendors at this place, so not a great place to go if you're trying to lose weight, but so many options for foods. In fact, it's a little bit overwhelming trying to pick a place because, for example, say you wanted apple dumplings, which is a one of the specialties in the area, there's like four apple dumpling places just that we saw. So how do you choose which one to go to? There's like brisket, hot sausages, French fries, uh, pizzas, and things like that. And it was lovely to go to even with Cody's parents. And uh, it was just, it was great memories. It was a beautiful evening. Fall has kind of taken hold on Pennsylvania. So things are cooling down a little bit. We're not really seeing days that even get into the 70s anymore. The trees are ever so slightly changing as well. So it's, it's kind of cool to to like have that perfect time of year that it's so short-lived but we did the we did that and it was great the video won't be out for a while because i'm still gosh i'm so far behind but that won't last forever because i haven't really been recording much lately i'm trying to like figure out how i want to do that in fact i was thinking even on greg's world i was thinking about just recording a little bit of stuff each day like whatever the highlight thing is of the day and then like stitching all those things together with a little narration uh, peppered on top of that that makes a video out of it as opposed to like each day or each you know activity becoming like its own thing just something to kind of like i guess appease uh the, the shorter attention spans of of the audience that uh inevitably is going to be watching uh, so that was thursday things continued on friday friday was actually a lot of fun too um we ended up doing a hocus pocus two night I don't know if you guys are familiar with Hocus Pocus, but it was a movie that came out in 1993, I believe. Uh, one of Cody's favorite childhood movies and her friends as well. Uh, something that I never, I remember watching it maybe once, but it wasn't like, it wasn't a part of my childhood. Like Cody's like, it's the the home alone of Halloween for me. And as soon as she said that, I understood, you know, because that's, that's like a cherished childhood memory of mine that's come over into my adulthood. And it just so happened to be that over this weekend, our friends from Vermont, one of her childhood friends that was a Hocus Pocus enthusiast, uh, they were in the area. So they invited us over to their uh, grandparents' house where they're staying to have a Hocus Pocus 2 night because Hocus Pocus 2, how many times can I say that Hocus Pocus in a sentence, came out on Friday on Disney+. Plus, and uh, they were going to have like a watch party essentially, have some pizza, which we, we had that, and had a watch party in Hocus Pocus 2. Um I'll say my favorite part of the night wasn't the movie, nor was it uh, the favorite part of uh, any of the girls because they they love the original so much more. But they had a ping pong table in the basement, and Clark and I were going to town 
on this playing ping pong or table tennis for you elitists out there. It's like saying Porsche or Porsche table tennis. Okay. And, uh, man, it was so much fun. We like Clark was literally laughing and smiling the entire time we were playing ping pong. And when we were done, no lie, he was like full on sweat. Like his entire head was wet. <laughs> he was running all over. We like, we're not great. Like getting it back and forth a couple times was an accomplishment. But I was like, man, this is a lot of fun playing ping pong, table tennis, such good times. But the movie, yeah, it was kind of a stink bomb. It was, I'll give it like a a three out of 10, maybe. I didn't have any connection to the original. So maybe there were some like things that I missed, some insider jokes or whatever. But it's probably worth your time watching if you're a hocus pocus person. It's only like an hour and 40 minutes, so you'll probably get your your value out of it. But if you've never seen the, the original one, which I haven't seen the original one, surprisingly, um, I I would probably skip it. But that was it was a good time. And then um, that was Friday night. And then Saturday night, which is last night, which is why I wanted to wait to record this episode today because I wanted to talk about this. Uh, we went to the Community Arts Center for a show, a magic show. Uh, it was called Masters of Illusion and had these three different magicians that each had kind of like their own very unique style. And uh, we were like right in the f- almost front row at, in like the pit area. Cody got these really good tickets for us. And uh, we watched a magic show and it was it was a lot of fun. It wasn't something that I would have um, like signed up for. In fact, yesterday being that it was like all rainy and cold and wet. And I was down here in the studio working like crazy. Uh, Cody's like, yeah, we got to go to the magic show tonight. And I was like, oh, I forgot about that. And I really didn't want to go, I guess, in the moment. And uh, like we already paid for the tickets, so it was a sunk cost. And I I was like, well, we we got to go now. We paid for the tickets or whatever. But had it not been that, I probably wouldn't have gone. And this is another one of those situations where I'm finding that you just you got to put yourself out there or have someone push you to put you out there because – I had a great time and Clark did too. And she did too. And it was, it was just fun for the whole family. Lots of like families there, lots of kids there. And, uh, they had volunteers come up on the stage and there was this one dude that I was super impressed with. He kind of looked like Marilyn Manson a little bit, if you know what he looks like. And he had these tricks where he's pulling doves like out of nowhere. And he pulled like four or five doves just completely like out of his jacket or whatever. And there was like this red dove that came out and then he put that away and turned it into a white dove. And then the red dove never came back again. And I'm just like, dude, this is crazy. It was just like some really cool stuff. And I was so thankful to go there. Uh, so Cody and I talked about it this morning about maybe doing more shows at the community arts center. Cause it's a really cool place. It's not far from us. And I, I just think it's like something special about going to a theater. You know, it's one thing going to a movie theater and seeing a, a film, but it's another thing going to like a, an actual theater and seeing a live performance. It's really neat. So we're keeping our eye out on more of those. And, uh, unfortunately I can't, I couldn't film there, but I do regret not getting some footage. Um, you know, just of us, like, like there, it was pouring outside that night and I could have got some footage of like the marquee outside and it was, it was neat. So it exists in my memory. And, uh, I, ha- I oftentimes have these regrets when I don't film something like, why didn't I film it? Like I could have filmed Clark and I playing ping pong. You guys would have loved that. And that could have been a part of my narration. So I have regrets of not filming that, but just like anything in life, there's no better time to start than today. If you didn't start yesterday, today's the best day to plant the tree. So that's, that's kind of where I'm going uh, and, and making a, an effort because worst case scenario, say you record something and you never use it for anything. Who cares? Just delete it. But if you don't record something, you don't have it. And I like to have these things captured, not for you, but for me and to, to do something creative with, because in, for me, I find that being creative 
and creating is is my favorite thing in life. I just love it. I love being creative and having these opportunities. So um, thank you for that. If you've ever consumed any of the content that we've made, which you have, I'm sure you in a, in a very small part and along with many other people have made it possible for us to, to enjoy these things in life. And I'm very thankful for that. Uh, one last, I guess, follow-up thing. We always do like a watch a tech segment if there's anything we watched. And I'm happy to announce that this week there are two new sh- two shows that have returned. I think it's this week. Maybe it was last week. Um, Lego Masters is back, which is uh, our, our favorite show. Like we love watching that. Clark gets inspired. Like he watches the show and he runs downstairs and starts building the things that they're uh, they're sharing. Uh, and I just love like I love that the people on it, the contestants. Uh, I love the cringe of Will Arnett and the other judges. I love how the girl, she like cries every time, like they have to send someone home. It makes it feel so like, like personal. Um, but that and survivor survivors are other show. It's like our guilty pleasure that we like watching, you know, the alliances and voting people off and stuff. I, I love the, the, the dynamics of social groups and stuff and seeing it on there is a lot of fun. So that's like our fall TV lineup. I don't really watch much else on TV, uh, even though we now have YouTube TV, which has been great so far. If you're looking for a follow-up on that, uh, it's $65 a month. I'm not sure what you pay for cable currently, but back when we had cable, before I cut the cable, we it was like $80 a month. And it was like, it just felt like a ripoff. This... Obviously, it's a little bit cheaper. Like, I think the introduction rate is like 55. It goes up to 65. But you you can cancel at any time. So if there's like, say, a, a season, for example, like a season in your life. Uh, I, I know that friends of mine that just have it during football season, for example. You know, for those 16 weeks or whatever, if you want to pay 200 and some odd dollars, you know, what is that going to be? like? Maybe, I guess it'd be like a little less than $300. You could uh, have the whole football season and watch all that stuff on there and just cancel it when you're done. I do wish they would bulk it together, and I think I mentioned this before. I wish they would bulk it together with YouTube Premium to create some type of like uh, plan with a discount there. Because I'm also playing for the family, fa- paying for the family plan for that. Because I hate YouTube ads more than anything. Uh, it's it's such a, a luxury it seems to not have ads interrupting your your content, whether before, middle, or wherever. YouTube's gotten real out of hand with that. Uh, So YouTube Premium, I think, is a great investment depending on how heavy of a user you are. If you are constantly on YouTube or if you use it every day multiple times, it's probably worth upgrading. Plus, you get YouTube Music, although I think most people probably use Spotify. Uh, I don't know if you're paying for Spotify or not, but you could kind of like move those costs over if you're trying to do that. Uh, so there's a little little budget advice for you. But uh, yeah, just an update on that. I, I like it so far. The DVR system is really nice and you can sign into your account. It's And each person can have their own account. So it's all good with that. And it's all good with everything, I guess. I, I don't think I have anything else to uh, to really cover. It was, a, I guess, a productive week in organization, uh, feeling healthier uh, from being sick. Got to do a lot of things. Uh, got some a lot of videos worked on and edited and found like a new style and a new inspiration on how I want to move forward. So yeah, you, you really can't complain. I hope you uh, enjoyed coming along with me on this journey and discussing my week. And I'll be back next week with another Missing Pieces to hopefully continue that storyline even further. Have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.